Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much. Hey, Mike, maybe they could have fixed our equipment for us. We didn't think about that, did we? We didn't think about that. Folks, if you have just joined this broadcast, this live Labor Day weekend broadcast, Mike and I could have phoned this. Well, I tried to phone it in. We could have done a best of broadcast, but no, we were going to do a live program for you just to treat you to something really nice. And this is what you got. So welcome. I love doing radio and, and some days just don't work right. And we, we found one. But this hour is going to be great, and we're glad you're here to enjoy it with us. So please give me a call, if you will, please. We didn't get one taker in that last plea uh, for calls, and uh, so we'd love to have you call. Won't you be, won't you be courageous? 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And uh, love to hear from you right now. Looks like all the equipment is... Uh, is working right. I think all those dials are functioning. I looked over at my board and it looks good. Let's uh, get one break out of the way, one quick break, short break, and then we'll uh, we'll take your calls. I'll give Mike a chance to answer the hordes of calls I'm sure are coming in at the moment. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Um, I mentioned twice while I was having to use my cell phone to connect that this is the time for, uh, and this is the time, the only time, your only chance for pre-emergent weed control for winter and spring weeds, for annual bluegrass, uh, rescue grass, and ryegrass. This is the only time you get, the only chance you get. You blow it in the next week or so or five days or so, and you've you've messed up, and you'll be calling me in a month saying, is it too late? And I'll say, yeah, it is. And then you'll be calling in the spring and say, well, what do, what do I do? And I'll say, you mark the calendar for August 25 to September 5, you apply a pre-emergent weed killer, and that would be either Baylan or Dimension or uh, Halts. Baylan is B-A-L-A-N. Dimension is spelled just like the dimension of width and length of something. And HALTS is H-A-L-T-S. Those are names easy to remember, and they're, they're out of the same category of pre-emergent weed killers. So you find the one that you can find, put the granules out according to label directions, water lightly or moderately, moderately be better to get them spread across the surface of the soil, the grass is wet. If the blades are wet, don't put them on right then. Uh, there are other pre-emergents. Some people seem just insistent. I, I'm going to use this one. Okay, well, I'm not a weed and feed person, so you're not going to hear me recommending a weed and feed product ever. I'm not too excited about liquids, so not for consumers. Professionals can use them because they know how to do it. Hey, phone lines are all full. Thank you. So anyway, but this is your time to put them out, and that's just critical for the grassy uh, spring weeds, annual bluegrass especially. Um, Broadleaf weeds, you can use gallery, same timing. Uh, you have to put it on separately. You do get a second chance with the broadleaf weeds with a 2,4-D product applied Thanksgiving sometime in that time period. All right, so that's that. Let me tell you about Sunburst Shutters, and then we'll get to the phone calls. Thank you all. I appreciate Roger, Ernie, and Rex very, very much. Uh, Sunburst Shutters, that's the way to spruce up your house in a big time, in a beautiful way. If you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters, then mark this on the wall. You can take a you can take a Sharpie and mark this on the wall. You don't want to lose this name. Uh, just remember Sunburst Shutters and the phone number 21, maybe don't use a Sharpie, use a post-it note, 214-343-2601, 214-343-2601. These are really nice people, and they have a great product. This is just the best of all worlds because this product is plantation-style shutters, 
two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size, which means they have large louvers. And when you open them, you don't see as many lines. They're made of polywood, P-O-L-Y. Polywood is a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp. It doesn't split or peel. It uh, It's white or off-white. And they're fabulous. We have them at our home. We've had them for 12 years. That's how long I've been telling you about sunburst shutters. They have been around for more than a quarter century in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. They're now also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. It doesn't get any better than sunburst shutters. Take a look at them at sunburstshutters.com and then give them a call at that number. Have them bring samples to your home and hold them up in your windows. The thing that also sets them apart is that every sunburst shutter that you ever see in your life was made for that window in which you see it. It, uh, these are not some stock item that comes in a box. These are made for that window. They come out all banded together going in the third window from the left corner or whatever. That's why they fit so beautifully. Tape and bed work, you know, with the, the uh, spackling, I don't think it's spackling paste, whatever it is, tape and bed uh, mud, uh, that makes windows different one to the next. And Sunburst Shutters account for that. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. Hi, I'm Mandy from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Mandy. She is really a positive soul. I enjoy visiting with her all right let's go back to the phone lines now nice to have phone calls i'll fill in those lines thank you again let's go to roger at lake highlands good afternoon how can i help you good afternoon boy it's great talking to you thank uh, you I thought I'd, the problem i've got is i have a, a san augustine grass and, and i got trees uh, and what have happened is i have a lot of bald spots now and what i really would like is someone that you could recommend a company or whoever to come out and do the work for me and what to and what to fill in what kind of grass if it's stay with the same office or whatever and i know i sound like i'm lazy but that's uh <laughs> can you help me i can help you a lot and i may save you hundreds if not thousands of dollars this is the most uh, common question i get um and and it happens a couple of different ways, Roger. It happens when people move into a house that's in a shaded, a, a, a wooded area, and their trees get bigger uh, as as they have lived there a few years. That's what happened with us. We moved into a pecan forest. I was looking at some photos from 20 years ago of our property. We've been there 44 years, and it's amazing to me how the trees... Yeah. yeah, it's amazing to me how the trees have, have grown, and, you know, yeah. this is my business, and, and yet I didn't realize <laughs> how much more shade we have than we used to. Uh, so right. that's one thing, and then the other thing is we move into a, a new neighborhood that has no trees. We plant trees, and, and they get big. So it happens both directions, but what what people don't realize is that even St. Augustine, which is our most shade-tolerant grass, must have five or six hours of direct sunlight each day uh, in the summertime to hold its own. It needs six or seven hours if we expect it to grow very well. And here is the kicker. When, when you start with, uh, if, if you have established St. Augustine, it will hold its own at those number of hours. But if you get sod that has been dug with just maybe half an inch of soil on it, it's set back by that digging. And then if you put it back in a lot of shade, that's another setback, and so you really have two strikes against it when you get started, and it really struggles to, to, to take over where St. Augustine was growing just maybe six months earlier. Right. And if you, if you get a really cold winter like February of 2021 that kills it out in those really shaded areas, it's very difficult to go right back into the same area and get new St. Augustine to establish. You say, well, it was just growing there. What's the deal? And that's the deal. The difference is it was transplanted in, and it was yes. weakened by that process. And so 
a lot of times, and, and here's the kicker, and here's where I'm going to, I may cost you a little bit of money, but I may save you a lot of frustration, and long term I may save you a lot of money. Okay. Um, uh, it may be better to go in with ground covers in the heaviest of the shaded areas um, because there is there is a, a dividing line at which point you just can't get the St. Augustine to grow. I have had so many people who stood toe-to-toe with me and argued I have enough light for St. Augustine. And then I've said, okay, whatever you say, I'm not an arguing kind of a guy. And they, they, I watched them then try two or three times, and I'll drive by their house maybe four years later, and they've gone to a ground cover, or they've cut trees down, and which is blasphemy in Texas, you know. Yeah, so right. That's that's what I, I I want you to consider maybe going to a ground cover in the shadiest areas. The way that you can prove whether it's the light or not the shade is if the if the uh, the the barest areas are closest to the trunks of the trees where the shade is the heaviest. Now, usually that's the case. Okay, I'm walking to the front just to take a look, and I'm still give you ten more seconds. Okay. <laughs> okay. The uh, actually the I got some bare spots by the trees. But I also got most of the bare spots by my house, which was uh, probably from the trees, uh, four feet away to the house, which would be a total of uh, about six feet. Well, I can't I can't uh, interpret that very well just through a phone call. <laughs> but, but a house qualifies as the heaviest of shade, even heavier than the tree will cast. Yeah. Uh, because now on, my, on my other side of the sidewalk, it's yeah. in good shape. Well, I, I have to I have to leave that back to you and let you make that decision. But if it's shaded and and the St. Augustine died out because of lack of light, then you're beating your head against the wall if you keep planting more St. Augustine, and you'll just waste okay. a bunch of money. So you're better off working the soil up and planting a ground cover that will be thrilled to have a chance to prove itself okay. in the shade. And that's where you go to something like uh, uh, my my own preference, and we have probably half an acre of mondo grass, monkey grass, in our landscape. It gives me the texture of a lawn grass. Uh, you don't walk on it, and you don't. I mean, you can walk out into it to get a frisbee or something, but you don't. You don't. It's not recreational space, but it's uh, it's an attractive ground cover, and it's well, easy it's to keep grass. leaves out of it. Yeah, monkey grass or mondo grass, not dwarf, but regular monkey grass. How, how do you spell the monkey? How do you spell it? Just monkey grass, one word. Yeah, monkey grass. Okay. Um, and but not dwarf. Don't don't let anybody sell you on on using dwarf monkey grass because it is too okay. slow. And and uh, anyway, I've got to run. I'm way behind on time. But but that's that's a good start. If you happen to have my book, you'll see photos of our backyard. I think it's page ninety nine and one forty two or one forty three. What can uh, I buy I, your book? Uh, I will just do an ad in just a moment it's next ad up so you can listen for that okay great okay i'll turn i'll be listening you hey, bet thanks you. a million you are welcome roger thanks for the call very much all right i'm a little behind on getting breaks in now so forgive me but that's that's a very common question a lot of people have the problem let me see i will just tell you right now i'm on my own clock now so count this against me, but my book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. The uh, pictures I'm talking about are in the um, shrub chapter. You can see shrubs that will grow in the shade on page 98, and then our backyard ground cover is page 141. And you can see monkey grass in both of those and other shade shrubs. Uh, this is a book that I that I self-published because I didn't want to have to work through a publishing house. I'm very happy with this book. I think it's the best work of my of my professional career, and I'd like to get a copy to you. Um, I sell all of them through my website or uh, by calling my office. The only two ways you can buy it. The the book is on sale right now as I finish up the sales of the fifth printing. And uh, it is $32.95. The sixth printing will be $38.95. 
and uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I will refund every penny you spend on it. 75,000 copies sold so far, and not one request for a refund in any of those 75,000. So I think you're going to like the book very, very much. It took me a year to write this book. Carolyn Skye was my editor, Cindy Smith the graphic designer, and they worked in 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It covers lawns, uh, lawns, landscapes, flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening for the entire state of Texas. It covers all aspects of outdoor gardening. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you have my old cowboy boot book, uh, that one was written in 1982 and adjusted and fine-tuned in 1991. It is way out of date. This one is the one I want you to have. I hope you'll, I hope you'll consider it. And you'll find more than 25 multi-page charts in this book. And again, it's not in stores, not on Amazon. You can order by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800-752-GROW, G-R-O-W. That's 800-752-4769. Better yet, order it directly from neilsperry.com. You'll see all of my information on how to garden in shade areas. The, most of those photos are right out of our landscape. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex and beyond, turning landscaping dreams into reality. They have done some beautiful jobs. They haven't done the jobs, but their landscape contractors with whom they work, they have. They've done beautiful work across the Metroplex, and their stone is just far and wide across the Metroplex. I'll ask Mike and Derek sometime where their stone is and if they have some photos of some of the jobs. I'll see if I can do that because it would just be fun to see all the great things that have happened with Whiskey Stone Stone. And this is a third generation family business, and I'll bet it'll be a fourth generation before too many more years. 22 acres of great stone. Just gorgeous. Uh, they have everything from decorative gravel and river rock all the way up to gigantic uh, uh, landscape boulders the size of an automobile. Everything in between. If you're doing some kind of uh, paving uh, thing like a like a pathway or a walk, maybe a pool decking, maybe you want to do a fountain, they can do all of it. Retaining walls, absolutely. Now, they don't do the work themselves. That's, I need to hasten to say that again. They supply the stone, and then they can recommend to you landscape contractors. They are very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Contracting Association, so they can refer you to the very best. Here are the particulars, the contact information. Here it is. Whiz Q Stone, open Monday through Saturday, by the way. Closed on Sundays. 4501 East Loop 820 South. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. Very far in southeast Fort Worth. 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. Whiz-Q.com. It's Whiz Q Stone. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. We go back to the phone lines. We go to Ernie in Bedford. Ernie, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, 
my question has to do with aerating my lawn uh, and specifically a, a, what they call a chemical aeration. Are you familiar with that at all? And, and uh, I'm just wondering what, what your comments are and, and what you think about that versus the, the old mechanical way of aerating. I would go with the old mechanical way. It gets air and moisture in or allows air and moisture in. It gets it done properly. The uh, chemical aeration, I don't think is is uh, nearly as good i'm uh, maybe maybe there's something that i haven't seen a product i haven't seen but the ones that i have seen i think were uh, more hocus than pocus okay yeah i just wanted your opinion on what you thought of them yeah not not a direction because i, I would I've go. never heard of it before and i was and i noticed that it's available and sounds like an easy easier way of doing it yeah there's a lot of stuff available that doesn't necessarily make it good stuff to be available but i i don't think of any one in particular that i'm trying to throw under the bus i just it's been a while since i looked at any of them and and uh i but i don't recall anything that really got me at all interested okay thanks a lot i appreciate it yeah and and, and let me carry on with that uh aeration is something that is not commonly needed i need to i should have should have led with that one um, i have never felt the need in in 50 years of having a lawn in the metroplex i have never felt the need to aerate my lawn that might be a more important comment oh, to make than oh, okay. anything else yeah <laughs> you think what, 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 what would i be looking for that would lead me to believe that i do need to aerate it all right good point and and i'm glad i thought to bring it up while you're still on the phone um, aeration is generally used for uh, the to help get rid of a, a layer of thatch. That would be the most common reason that I would recommend aeration would be if somebody had a layer of thatch. Thatch is undecomposed organic matter that forms on top of the soil and beneath the runners of the grass. So let's say we have, uh, and, and the, the, the grass that is most common at developing thatch is uh, Bermuda, and especially the hybrid Bermudas, the, the dwarf Bermudas, zoysias can develop thatch. And, but uh, it will happen most commonly if we use a cheap fertilizer that has a fast-release nitrogen and if we don't catch grass clippings and if we let the clippings get too long between mowings. We don't, we don't catch the clippings, and they can't decompose properly, so they filter on down beneath the runners, and they, they sit down there and just... Pat and uh, pack and mat and pack and mat and compress and they end up like the old-fashioned uh, bulletin boards, the old tan bulletin boards that were fibrous and uh, they're they're down. You can pick them up. I've I've been on lawns where there was so much thatch you could pick it up uh, like a like a thick layer of cardboard and hand it to somebody in an area. Uh, half the size of a card table. You could pick it up and hand it across to them like a big cookie sheet. And um, that's thatch. By aerating that, you, you break through it and allow uh, water and air to get into it to decay that so that it will, will decay and break down and water and air can get down to the roots of the grass. Thatch is impenetrable by grass roots. Everybody thinks that aeration is just a miracle cure for a lawn that isn't uh, thriving, and in reality, it's it's only for uh, very special situations where a lawn is has has been poorly maintained uh, in the ways that I mentioned. Uh, there well, may be oh another 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 time I I didn't finish and it was my fault. Another time that you would need to aerate would be if you're at the state fair and a million people have walked across your ground and you need to. Uh, get some air down into the soil. So go ahead. You were going to say something. Well, 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 well now, like I've got a St. Augustine. Well, what should I look for? Should I dig down and see you, if there's a layer of thatch? Or, or I don't think you'll see it. I, the way you check okay. for a layer of thatch in St. in any grass is you take a square-bladed shovel, a nursery spade, and you cut three sides and cut a flap and just lay that flap back, and you can see the thatch. If it's error, you reach down with your fingers and part the grass and look down. But I don't think you'll see thatch on St. Augustine usually. If, if it's okay. there, it's going to so, be so loose So do you think I don't need it? I never have in my St. Augustine. I've had St. Oh, Augustine okay. all my life. Okay. Yeah. Sure glad I thought to come back to that. I yeah. almost missed the real point.
So, yeah, hey, I got to run. I hope that helps. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Ernie, very much. Rex in Buffalo, I need to get my bottom of the hour tiny garden tip in here. I will help you line that driveway, and I will do you right. I know you're having to wait one more time, and you shouldn't have to. I apologize. Let me tell folks about Callaway's Nursery. Garden mums have arrived at Callaway's Nursery, and they are just incredible. Garden mums are ideal for creating that wonderful autumn scene in your flower beds and containers. Very few plants bring in autumn colors in the full, like the full lush garden mums from Callaway's Nursery. They always have beautiful garden mums. Every, every fall I go in and take about 50 photographs because they are so beautiful. They have everything you need to start the season off right at all of their neighborhood locations. In fact, you can go in now and then you go back in about two months and you get some more garden mums. They'll have other shipments in. And you can just have a beautiful autumn all the way up till Thanksgiving and beyond. If you want help getting all your new treasures planted, Callaway's Nursery offers pick and plant. When you want to plant your favorites and let professionals do the work for you, simply stop by any of their locations to explore and select your favorite trees and shrubs in annual color. Speak with one of their garden services advisors to make sure you have everything you need and schedule your date. When they arrive, show them the right spot for your new additions, and they will have them planted in no time. Pick and Plant gives you more time for fall uh, fun fall activities with the kids, and planning your next dinner party in your outdoor oasis with friends and family. Shop at any of their community stores, including their new store in Prosper, or order online at Callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week at nine in the morning for your shopping convenience. It's Callaways Nursery. Their life lived beautifully, those beautiful garden mums. As example, that's Callaways. On the next Markley Van Camp and Robin show, who did Biden call a fascist this weekend? Let's have a spin of the fascist wheel and see where it lands. I'm guessing on 70 plus million people. At least. Markley, Van Camp and Robbins, weekdays at noon on 570 KLIF. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays a little after 6 p.m. It is free, and it always will be free. 18 years we've been doing eGardens. We have 80,000 subscribers. You do have to subscribe, but I promise you I will never spam you. I never give or sell your email address to anyone, so you have nothing to worry about. You go to eGardens on my website, neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens. That's where you can see the latest issue, and that's where you can also sign up for eGardens. There always are five stories. One of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, where I point out the things that are most timely on your docket of things to get done. And then we have our newly expanded Q&A section. That's really gone over well. So those are the things you'll find at Neil Sperry's eGardens, free and weekly. Sign up at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. If you're looking for a plant for privacy, maybe something to replace a failing red-tip photinia hedge, I'm going to steer you toward hollies like Nellie R. Stevens hollies at 10 or 12 feet tall. They're beautiful, dark green with big red berries in the wintertime, good in sun or shade. Yopon holly makes a great screen in the 8 to 10 foot range. We normally grow it as a small tree, but it's a beautiful screening shrub. Burford holly and willow leaf hollies grow to 7 or 8 feet tall, maybe 10 if you let them grow a long time. They're actually closely related. I prefer willow leaf holly. It's beautiful, dark red berries as well. Lots of good choices in the hollies. You could also use waxleaf ligustum. They've been popular for decades. They need the sun, but they'll be wonderful at 8 or 9 feet tall. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. It seems like these days temporary storage facilities are on every street corner, but I want to do some math. For what you are paying in yearly costs for that storage room, 
You could own your own metal storage building right there in your own backyard. That's with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble with bolt-together design, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, adding style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all the options at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. They are Mueller. They are made in America and made to last. Mueller, Inc., I'm Dave Williams. Every weekday morning for the past 10-plus years, Amy Shadroff and I have brought you the latest news, traffic, and weather on KLIF. The Labor Day holiday on Monday is no different. If you're traveling, be careful and take us with you. 5 until 9, Monday morning on KLIF. Call Arborological Services for the finest in tree care at 866-552-7267. They are the best. And they have the uh, they have the awards to prove it. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters all selected as Arborists of the Year for the great state of Texas. They have a dozen International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. That means twelve. That's how many they have. College degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on their staff. And they have a 13-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion on their staff. This is an awesome company. Everything from routine tree maintenance, nothing is routine when it comes to your shade trees, but fertilizing and pruning, pest control, all of that, all the way to consultation for construction, damage assessment and appraisal. They do it all. Lightning arrest, no problem. They do it all. That's Arborological Services. They are strictly local, even though that uh, toll-free number makes it sound like they're some big national corporation. They are strictly local. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter at The Tree Experts. It's Arborological Services. Arborological.com, 866-552-7267. Arborological Services. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. We're your source for all those great products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very, very much. And we had Doug in Denton, but he left. He wouldn't have been next, but he would have been right after Rex in Buffalo. So, Rex, you're up now. Good good afternoon. How can I help you? Well, good afternoon, Neil. Yeah, I'm looking to line about a 1,000 foot of driveway, and I'm looking for a good tree with a nice canopy because I'd like it to extend over the driveway, and I want to plant trees on both sides of the driveway, and wanted to know if you could recommend a fast-growing, hardy tree. All right. I'm going to deal with some of the things you mentioned uh, one at a time. What size property are you talking about? Seven acres. All right. Um, I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, first of all, let me get one thing out of the way. Fast growth and good hardy are not compatible. Fast growth means that you're going to get a tree that will live a short, hard life and die young and ugly. Uh, because all of the fast-growing trees that we have have major wheels-off problems before they get more than 15 or 30 years old. So don't go by fast growth. Um, the second thing I will offer as a, as a possibility, as a, as a consideration, um, be careful in lining a driveway that long uh, that the trees won't all look the same 15 or 20 years from now. And what you envision as being a beautiful corridor of trees may jangle you a little bit when some of them are twice as big as others. One of them may hit a, a mother load of water and one may not. And so uh, it, it's, just a, it's just a thought. 
mm-hmm. they uh, making a, a line that long of of a type of tree runs a risk of if something comes in that that kills that kind of tree like is happening to our ash trees right now with the emerald ash borer suddenly you're out of business now, that's not likely to happen to the trees I'm going to mention to you, but but it is a, a thought. You know, who would have thought that live oaks would have had the problem they had in February of 2021 where we lost 10 or 15% of our live oaks to the freeze, to the right. cold. And, and live oaks normally would have been a beautiful thing to plant, although you'd have to put them a long ways back from your driveway because they spread. So... Um, but that's that's a consideration. Also, when you line a driveway straight down both sides like that, you kind of make a zipper out of it, and it, it really divides your property. Now, if it's a curved drive that has a nice sweep around a, a water you know, lake or something, that's different. But, but if it's just straight down the middle, then that's something to think about. I'm just giving you a lot of my thoughts, and, and you can throw away the ones that are unsettling to you. It's, you didn't pay much for them, and they may not be worth anything. But having said that, the best trees uh, for North Texas are probably, and, and I'm going to leave live oaks out because of the quantity. I would I would certainly rank them high uh, for an individual shade tree, but not when you're going to be using them in a corridor. Uh, but but uh, Schumard red oak is good. Chinkapin oak is beautiful and very underplanted. Uh, C-H-I-N-Q-U-A-P-I-N, chinkapin oaks, and they came through the winter last year beautifully. Uh, burr oaks are nice, um, and then you get on to things like pecans, and I, I probably wouldn't use them. They're always dropping something. You'd have branches here and there, twigs and litter. Um, cedar elms and Chinese pistachios, those are your seven best trees. Magnolias are very good. Um, little gem, I'll tell you the prettiest of the magnolias is D.D. Blanchard. And that, if if you wanted something very formal, very formal, and if this were going to be the entrance to the White House grounds, I don't know that they have an entrance like that. If this were to be the entrance to a magnificent museum, uh, Dee Dee Blanchard Magnolia would be probably the tree I would recommend because it's so pretty. But uh, you, you can think about that one and see if it might work. And in Buffalo, Texas, that would grow beautifully. Did you say that was D D? Yeah, Dwight David, Dwight David, D D. Okay. That's not what it stands. For. I don't know what it stands for. It's not that, but okay. Blanchard. Um, so those are those are possibilities. Um, and uh, the other thing that you could do is is create the same look of a a corridor of trees, but do it in clusters and groupings of trees, where you have. Um, maybe some water oaks since they grow well for you in your area uh, scattered along and then you have uh, maybe yopon hollies at the base and and you you don't have the same trees in each group you have hollies you have you have uh, you have some nice tall oaks you have uh, dogwoods you have some other things but they are planted uh, 30 or 40 feet back from the drive, and you, you still get the corridor look without having the long formal look, and that gives a very natural look to your entrance. You're mm-hmm. in a beautiful part of Texas, and that could that could look very native and natural and very relaxed and pretty. Yeah, now, uh, you know, since we've been in this drought, we actually hand-drilled a well uh, at about 22 feet, hit water. Oh my goodness! Wow. During during the drought, so I think, you know, it's sandy loam and and clay soil, and uh, I think you know once the trees are established, uh, water, I don't think it's going to be a, a huge problem. That's good. Well, That's good. I appreciate it. You, you've given me about twelve trees here to to get on the internet and look at. Well, those are those are some good ones, and I I kind of forgot that you were in Buffalo, which adds a few more that you need to consider just some of the east texas trees but those are those are the ones i mentioned are all good and then you would pick up as i mentioned water oak i, I want to live again sometime in my life where i can grow water oaks they're so pretty i grew up in college station and they do quite well there um and and willow oak and some of the other some of the other oaks but yeah that's a good have start for you of, yeah have you have you heard of the plantation oak 
that's not a variety of that's not a that's not a uh, species that's somebody's selection i'm sure of of one of them uh, what is it uh well no i just uh, you know i i googled uh, a good tree for you know all climates drought resistant and and it, on the internet it came up with with a what they called a plantation oak i don't know that uh, yeah, hang on. I, I'm going to do something I rarely will do, but I have time. So I'm going to look up Quercus, which is the genus of oaks, and I'll I'll put plantation in and see what it comes up with. That's going to be oh great! I'm going to get all the uh, the tours of Louisiana uh, <laughs> plantations. Oh, you don't want that. That's Quercus rober. That's okay. uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Absolutely, that's uh, English oak, and that's not going to grow for you, as okay. as well as uh, as as well as you know. Even in East Texas, I don't think that's going to grow for you. So well, yeah, you, you need to you need to check out the species of these things and see where they're adapted before you get too far into them. But uh, anyway, you've got gave me a good list to start on right here. All right. Well, I appreciate your call very very much. So no, have a good one. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Okay, folks, here is my uh, here is my offer to you, and this is for my book, the fifth printing of my book. I'm trying to get everything evened up before we get into the sixth printing, before we get into the holidays. This is uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It is a self-published book so that I could have Carolyn Skye as my editor and uh, Cindy Smith as a graphic designer. Those were uh, the prerequisites before I would let myself do this book. And because I knew both of them would uh, would be the the ones I wanted, they are the best of what they do that I've ever worked with. I'd worked with each of them many many times over the years, and uh, so this uh, book took a year of my life, and it was a lot of fun to do this book. But it uh, and it, it it was quite a workout for both of them. Three hundred forty four pages. 840 of my best photographs. It covers all aspects of outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Landscapes, lawns, flower, fruit, and vegetable gardening, 11 chapters. Chapter 2, I'll single out in particular, is a 48-page calendar telling you what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in your landscape and garden in that month. You know, for example, we just turned the page to go to uh, September. And if you look in that chapter, those four pages of uh, chapter uh, two it'll tell you what needs to be done in september september is a watershed month because you really start looking toward winter and it tells you what you need to do to get ready for winter Uh, chapter three is uh, trees chapter four is shrubs and each of these took me five or six weeks to write then vines and ground covers annuals perennials lawns fruit and vegetables all of that in here. Everything I've ever written or said pretty much is in this book. I sign every copy as it sells. I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny. No questions asked. I have not been requested to refund on any book so far. It's a hardback printed on high quality paper and printed by Clear Visions in San Antonio and bound in San Antonio by Universal Book Bindery. The book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. They are basically sitting in my garage waiting to be signed. I have a few hundred copies remaining at that price. And after that, it's off to the sixth printing. Don't delay. If you want to get it for thirty-two ninety-five, you need to make contact in the next three or four days. You can call my office weekdays, 9 until 5, at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. Or you can order directly from my website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. 
This year, North Texas Giving Day falls on the SPCA of Texas 84th birthday. And what better way to celebrate that birthday than joining together with the community. Help animals in need throughout North Texas. Your gifts will go farther when you donate between now and September 22. That's to the SPCA of Texas. Make a difference in the lives of thousands of animals. Visit spca.org ntgd today. Make a gift for the animals. All right, let me tell you, I hope you'll do that. I hope you will do that. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware because Ace is the place for grilling. But we are getting into grilling season right now. The weather is cooling. It's pretty steamy out there, but it's cooling. It's cool in the evenings. It's also going to be cool in the whole season for the next three months. And that's a great time for grilling. Ace is the place with people who know grilling. You go in and ask them for somebody who can help you buy a grill and show you the grills. Traeger, Weber, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more. They have them all. Let them show you your choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is better. Ace is the place for all your grills and accessories and fuel needs this holiday season. And get free assembly and delivery on grills of $3.99 and up for Ace Rewards members. See your local Ace Hardware store for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. That's Ace. Ace is the place for all of your hardware and home uh, housewares, all your grill needs, everything. Ace is the place where you're going to run into people you already know. They are the people who own and work at the stores. Ace is the place with the helpful, helpful hardware folks. I'm Mark from Ben Burke Ace Hardware. I own my Ace Hardware store because I want to help your family, and I'm proud of my team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mark. When I recorded the Ace Hardware people, I asked many of them, tell me why you own your Ace Hardware store. And they had a lot of different reasons, and they all were cheerful. Not a one of them said, I wanted to make money. I wanted to have a business where I'd get rich. Nobody said that. They all said, I wanted to be a part of my community in one form or another. I welcome to our uh, uh, radio lines right now a man who, against his better judgment, decided he would join this radio broadcast today, our pastor, Tommy Brummett. He brings peace to the world. Tommy, how are you? <laughs> I understand Mike went well. to confessional. Yes, I understand y'all had an exciting, exciting afternoon. Yes, is that what he said? <laughs> More oh. or less. You know, when electronics go bad, Tommy, it is possible just to feel utterly helpless. It really is possible, and that's what happened yeah. to us. So I'd yeah. get on my phone and broadcast a little while, and then he'd say, "Go back on your mic," and I'd get on my mic, and it would die. Get on the phone, Neil, and I'd get oh, back and forth. So anyway, that's the way it is. I know Josh, your son Josh, is studying to do this in churches, and he might want to pick another career. <laughs> oh, my goodness, this is tough stuff. So anyway, anyway, anyway. Tommy is our pastor of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, and we are, are lucky, I, I started to say blessed, and, and I think that's a fair term, to have him as our pastor. What is your sermon topic tomorrow, Tommy? So tomorrow we're going to talk about the Sacrament of Holy Communion. Uh, that we Must can, be the first Sunday. About. Yes, it's the first <laughs> Sunday of the month, and we've been talking about uh, what, what God has given us to help us uh, deal with change and chaos and uncertainty, and we've talked about prayer and scripture and invitation, and, and tomorrow we're going to talk about uh, Holy Communion, and we will celebrate the sacrament together. And everybody is welcome, and Tommy, I don't believe I've ever heard anybody say that any more warmly than you do from the altar, as you invite all people to come be our guest at the. At the... It's, it's it's very much a part of who we are. It's very much a part of how I understand the Christian faith. It is grace for all. There's room for all. There's a table for all, and everyone is welcome. And when Lynn and I and Joseph came down to join the church ten or twelve years ago, that was that was the welcome that we felt, and that was why we felt it, and why we felt we wanted to join. And, we thank you for that very, very much. Thanks, Pete. That was a great day. Yeah, That was a great day, and there have been a lot of them. Um, we want to talk about hummingbirds. You're an avid birder, and hummingbirds are 
Are they migrating through now, Tommy, or are we seeing birds that have been here all summer? But, well, you're, you're seeing birds begin to uh, congregate, right? So birds that have been scattered all over North America are, are making their way. Uh, they're gathering up in Texas. Uh, they'll, they'll be uh, feeding on nectar pretty hard for uh, the next month, trying to get body weight up, and then they will, they will begin their migration. So right now at your hummingbird feeders, you ought to be seeing uh, activity, multiple birds, uh, which is always fun to see the hummingbirds chasing each other, uh, but also migrating warblers. I mean, migration is happening. Uh, so right now, if you, if you see bird activity, you know, the, the rule of thumb is look for chickadees, listen for chickadees. And if you do, you might see warblers. There are warblers passing through, songbirds passing through, uh, because the migration is beginning and we are right uh, in the Great Central Flyway. So it's, it's a great time to get your bird feeders out, to get your hummingbird feeders out, to get your grandkids and kids in the backyard looking around. Uh, it's a great time for bird activity. Folks, if you have not heard Tommy describe this before, Texas is like a funnel for the birds that are migrating south. Um, you think about it and, and look at look at your map, and, and these birds are coming from the Midwest, uh, they're coming from the, uh, to some degree, from the east, uh, the southeast, mm-hmm. and they're coming right through Texas. They come through Texas mm-hmm. into Mexico or into South Texas, and, and it is a funnel, and, and we're sitting right here. Here we are. Hey, welcome. <laughs> hey, welcome. Kind of like the northerners coming south for the winter. <laughs> we, uh, we, we love them. We, we love them all. We love all birds. Once again, at the Methodist Church, everybody's welcome. Uh, all species of <laughs> and, and all brands of people. We just, yeah, but we're right in the right spot, uh, and it's a great spot. Texas has more species of birds than, than any other state in the continental United States. It's a great place uh, to begin birding and, and to, uh, to learn how to keep your eyes and your ears open uh, to, the, to the blessings around you. We are seeing a lot more birds at our feeders than I've ever seen at this time, and they're all molting right now. They all look exactly the same. They're all brown and and mm-hmm. naked. They're just they're so skinny, and they're it's it's important to have the the bird feed out for them to help them get their new feathers back and and uh, get their feathers back and and get ready for the winter ahead. So, so absolutely, that, uh, and yeah. and now's the now's the right time. Now's the right time. Get some good binoculars, get your bird seed out, and uh, watch the birds. You'll be blessed. Absolutely. First United Methodist Church is Tommy's church and our church, and it is sharingtheheart.org. Tommy preaches at 8, 9, 10, 05, and 11, 10. Communion served at all four of those services, and at the uh, Contemporary Service, and at the Melissa Church as well. And all of that information is at sharingtheheart.org, our website. And, Tommy, thank you. You're a blessing. Thank you, Neil. God bless. All right. Take care. Folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with that first hour. It is uh, going to be in the trash. You'll see it out there. It'll it'll probably be jumping out. But I have enjoyed it very much in spite of it. Mike Bash, you're wonderful. Thank you. Dwayne, thanks for coming in. And until tomorrow on WBAP, happy gardening.